What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Hope everyone is having a great weekend so far. I'd like to welcome my co-host uh, every Saturday morning, Neil Humphreys, to talk about the beautiful game. Good morning. I'm holding up three fingers. <laughs> three fingers. You know what these three fingers uh, are, Jason? You sound like Jose. Three months. I've been doing this for three months, this radio show. I want more respect. <laughs> I want respect from you. I've been doing this three months. Oh, give me respect. Good old Jose. You'll always give me uh, get, get respect from me, Neil. Uh, and that's very timely because Manchester United, having their worst start to a season mm. since 92-93, they've lost two out of the last three. They travel to Burnley on Sunday night. And Jose Mourinho, after the 3-0 defeat, at home to Tottenham Hotspur on Monday night, spoke about respect. We've got a real treat coming up. Parody song. Uh, but first, your take on what Mourinho is going through at the moment. Mourinho is the greatest pantomime villain that, that the English Premier League has had since arguably Ferguson and before that, even Brian Clough. I mean, I saw the original interview, the piece to camera with the TV guys mm. straight after the shocking defeat. I wrote about that game. And then uh, Andy Townsend in the TV studio, you know, the pundit, said, yep. we're now going to go to the press conference for the print media, which is what m- myself and you in the mm-hmm. past have covered. Mm-hmm. Usually these things are never shown on television, not live, because the guys don't have makeup on, they're a bit yeah. sweaty, they yeah. sometimes swear. Yeah. It's live, it's uncensored. <laughs> Very different to it's, the uh, post-match uh, right. for TV, right? It's unpolished and mm. so on. And then they cut to that and he had this meltdown. It only lasted a few minutes. And you could see him getting angrier and angrier as this press conference, you know, un, un, uh, develops. And then he did that extraordinary thing at the end when he held up three fingers. And as we, just for those who didn't see, he held up three fingers. Do you know what this is? Yes, it's 3-0. You know, we lost 3-0 um, to Tottenham. But it also means three premierships. And then he held up two fingers. And he said, you know what this means? And I thought, he's not going to swear at the print media. Not show the fingers. We're not talking Churchill peace. Yeah. We're talking the other way around. And he held up two fingers. I thought, he's going to actually tell the press mm, conference where to go. Oh, no. But he meant... This is the number of titles that every other manager combined has won, which is true. Two. And so everyone's thinking, two, who's that? And then I had to sit mm. there and think, OK, one is Pep Guardiola. And then I realised the other is Manuel Pellegrini, of The West course. Ham manager, your and club. And I thought, my <laughs> word, he is using yeah. a man who looks like a 70s B-movie action star with that with massive head mullet. of hair, the massive grey mullet, who cannot buy a victory at mm. West Ham. Mm. If he's your yardstick, Jose, you have completely lost the plot, my oh, friend. Oh, dear. But this is the thing. And as someone pointed out very astutely mm. on social media, this was organised. This was preordained. He knew that figure. He didn't just pull that off the top of his head. Because I would argue 99% of journalists, pundits, statisticians did not know that statistic. I didn't know it. I didn't know. I had to think, who's your yeah. And then, of course, I realised. And he's waited until Arsene mm. Wenger retired. Because once Arsene Wenger, <laughs> yeah, he had three titles, he did, didn't he? Yeah, three Premier League titles. So once Wenger went, that statistic stands. That was premeditated. Mm. He went in there with that statistic, that figure prepared. Now... Some would argue that's a typical uh, Jose ploy in the way that Ferguson would come out with something outrageous mm. to detract, to deflect from a shocking performance and protect his players. Yeah. But if you saw it, as I did, if you watch his mad eyes, mm. he was apoplectic with rage. He was furious. Mm. This was, as I say, premeditated. This is a man on the edge. It was 
It was uncomfortable. It was awkward. And my word, Jason, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was absolutely it fabulous. It was hilarious. And let's uh, now hear the song, the parody song that a friend of yours <laughs> has done, a comedian in the UK called Jim Daly. Absolutely brilliant. And, of course, it's very timely with Aretha Franklin being remembered in the US uh, over the last couple of days. This is the Respect song. We're going to hear some of it now here on Money FM, and then we'll uh, get uh, Neil's view on what this means for Manchester United and Jose Mourinho. I come here many times. My team played so well. The third goal arrived. Now just to finish. Three for me and two for them. Respect. Just a little bit. 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 I'm sorry. You have to tell me what is the most important thing. If it is to play well or if it is to win. But don't lose your time. Because we were not good. Respect. Just a little bit. 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 You know what this means? This is absolutely brilliant, uh, Neil. It is, it is, because, you know, I, I can't do it justice. You have to hear it. Um, look. We're not being xenophobic. We're not being anti-European. But his accent is funny, you know. <laughs> Respect. Three premierships to me. Two, two. I mean, it's almost borderline Inspector Clouseau, you know, from the Peter Sellers days. And there's a video clip to go with it that people can see, right? Yes, you've got to watch it. It's on YouTube. Uh, Jim Daly. I've, I've worked with him before. I've done uh, radio shows with him and podcasts, football podcasts. He's a football comedian in the UK. Mm. And hats off for putting that together. Yeah, because when we... If, look, the bookmakers are saying that Jose is going to be gone by the end of the season, probably before Christmas. He actually left Chelsea, didn't he, in the third season? I think it was eight days before Christmas, about three years ago. So the bookmakers are saying he's 4-1 to one on to leave before the end of the season. And he's, I think, even 10-11, uh, to 11, uh, you know, mm. odds-on favourite to leave as the next manager from the Premier League. Yeah, it's not particularly surprising. Everybody knows Mourinho's third season uh, syndrome. In fairness to him, as Gary Neville has pointed out, in the case of Inter Milan and uh, Real Madrid, he completed his contract, but the three-year contract. Mm. But what's interesting to note, he wasn't offered another one. Inter Milan was probably the last time he finished on an all-out high. I think there are two distinct Mourinho's. There was the Mourinho before Real Madrid and the Mourinho after. I think by common consensus, particularly amongst journalists in Spain, people like Sid Lowe, well-known journalist who works for ESPN and is based in Madrid, something happened to Mourinho at Real Madrid to say he was broken is a bit of a stretch, but mm. the cliques around Ica Casillas, the different, uh, the Basque cliques, the, the Catalan cliques, the Spanish cliques, the cliques within the Spanish media who just did not like the Portuguese translator, mm. as they called him, they disparagingly always referred to Mourinho as the translator, as a nod to his days at Barcelona under yeah. Bobby Robson when yes. he was literally the translator. So they didn't like him because of his Barcelona connections, they didn't like him because of his arrogance. And after that, he's never been the same. The guy who went back to Chelsea was more sullen. He was more reserved. And by the time he went to Manchester United, after getting fired again, he's not the same manager. The thing about Mourinho's siege mentality is it works for a season, but it becomes fractured. It becomes toxic. It becomes volatile. It's not something that can be sustained in the long term. All right. Well, before we talk about when he might be leaving Old Trafford, let's now hear from the man that uh, came up with that fantastic clip, Jim Daly, who says uh, he's going to miss uh, Jose if he moves on. 
Hi, Jason and Neil. It's uh, Jim Daly here. Thank you very much for sharing my Jose Mourinho slash Aretha Franklin video. Glad that you love it. Glad that Singapore likes it, which is amazing. I love Mourinho because he's constantly giving me reasons to make funny videos. I've done loads. I did one of him when he had nothing to say at Chelsea to the tune of Shaggy, which did well. I've done loads of other videos of Jose. I love him because he gives me loads of content. He's a constant inspiration. And I feel at the moment, May United fans need a bit of humour in their lives. So I was only happy to oblige. It was a really easy video to make. Loads of fun to make it. And I'm really pleased that everyone's enjoyed it. It's been wonderful. So thank you very much for sharing. Keep up the good work. And I'll speak to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you very much, Jim. Uh, really, you got to go on YouTube and, and see the whole thing. Uh, but we will miss him if he does go. Well, that's the, that's the paradox, isn't it? Because as Jim rightly says there, I have written so many humour columns. Naturally, I wrote one mm. this week for the new paper about that press conference. And I've been saying all season, it's only a matter of time before he goes. It's only a matter of time before he's fired. Every journalist has said the same thing. Every pundit has said the same thing. But those same people will also say they don't want him to go <laughs> because he's gold. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just golden material. Week in, week out, the press conferences, the sound bites, the stupid comments, the arguments. He said he's won three premierships, right? You know who else has won three, three premierships? I'll say Wenger, the man he called a specialist in <laughs> failure. I mean, he doesn't even make sense. He's not even consistent. And for his hypocrisy, his irony, his humour, his insanity, we will completely miss him when he's gone. So what's the timeline? What's going to be the scenario if they lose on Sunday night at Burnley? Uh, are we going to see the end of him very quickly? Because it might be a bit inconvenient to get rid of Mourinho so early. No, you said it there, inconvenient. There's no one else to replace him. This is the problem. I mean, they might limp onto a Christmas. I think it's more of a question of how bad does it have to get mm. before they step in. Because what are the alternatives? You could do a Matt Busby scenario in the late 60s where they get Ferguson back mm. in a caretaker mm. advisory mm. role, possibly mm. overseeing Michael Carrick. Yep. I have thought about that. Even Ryan Giggs would be a possibility as a caretaker with maybe Ferguson again, mm. like a, as a sort of avuncular caretaker. Yeah. Um, it would depend how bad it got. I mean, there's been reports this week saying that even the players... I think there's a lot of stories being leaked. Even the players are saying they're no longer behind Mourinho and they're waiting for him to go and they're behind Zinedine Zidane coming into a place, which I actually think would be absurd. Zinedine Zidane I think at it would be Old preposterous. Trafford. He doesn't speak very good English. He doesn't speak any English. Right. And again, I wrote a column. It came out yesterday for the new paper. If you want to go on YouTube and see why Zinedine Zidane should not go to Manchester United, watch the Real Madrid video where he has a reunion with David Beckham last year in California when they went for their pre-season tour. And this is the conversation. Hi, David. Hi, 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 Zizou. How are you? Okay. 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 Lots of awkward grins. Lots of awkward handshakes. Okay. 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 That's the extent of his English, is it? For heaven's sake, Beckham, you was in Spain for three years. Why is your Spanish still so bad? Why is Zidane's English still so bad? Mm. They couldn't communicate. So if you extrapolate, Mm, if you take mm. that conversation, that would be... Uh, Zidane's team talk every Saturday <laughs> at Old Trafford. Okay, okay, good. Okay, play. Good. Okay, good. Okay, you. Okay. Herrera, try to defend. Good. I mean, how is he going to sit down with mm. Ander Herrera mm. and try and s- teach him how to defend? How is he going to sit down with Phil Gurningface Jones mm. and tell him, when you jump with a forward at a corner, try to beat him to the ball? Yeah. 
it's never going to happen. Zidane, mm. it was a, a, a neat confluence of events that brought Zidane and Real Madrid together at the right time. He never bought a single player of note mm. in those three years at Real mm. Madrid. He took that side over. It was a complete side. If he takes over at United, he's essentially taken over a broken team. It wouldn't work. Mm, okay. It wouldn't work. Okay. Let's respect uh, Jose Mourinho right here on The Beautiful Game.